When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in the PHNX Cardinals. Bo Brock, Frank Sanders hanging out with you, of course. It's presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe, wherever you get podcasts, and leave that five-star review. You have no clue how many wonders it does for us. It it helps us out a bunch. So if you go out there, give us a five-star review. We appreciate it. Happy Friday, everybody. What's up going on? JL, yo, yo. Hope everyone is having a great Friday. We are. We're about to talk some Arizona Cardinals. Big docket today for myself and Frank. Frank just getting off the links, and he told me something uh, very interesting before we kind of cracked these mics and got in front of the camera. We'll tell you what that is, but we're going to get into this conversation. We're going to wrap up OTAs, the Arizona Cardinals. Media wasn't out there, but they were still putting in the work today. They're back to work next week. Three, three more voluntary OTAs. Kyler Murray, we don't know if he'll be there next week, if it was just kind of a one-off this week. Uh, but, you know... Was that the first and only time we see Kyler before mandatory minicamp? We'll get into that conversation. What are the expectations for the 2022 Arizona Cardinals? One NFL analyst says it's a playoff win or bust. Is that fair? Why won't Larry Fitzgerald, why won't Larry Legend just officially retire? What's he What's he holding on to? Why will Fitz, why won't he just file that paperwork? Is he? Is he waiting for... One more shoe to fall. We'll get into that conversation. But uh, my guy, Frank Sanders, how you doing on a Friday, my guy? Bro, I am. It's Friday. I'm loving <laughs> it. It's the freaking weekend, baby. I'm about to have me some fun. That's uh, a line from the R. Kelly uh, lyrical uh, lyrical. Uh, yeah, Plus database. Songs. Absolutely. Yeah, database. Thank you, brother. We, we but, canceled uh, R. Kelly though. We can't quote him any longer. Hey, it's, it's, it's not. It's not a good look. So we don't. We, the R. I, he's just Robert to me. But I got, I, got, I, got, I got too many. I got too many in my head. I'm sorry. <laughs> now you were telling me you were out on the golf course today, and you struggled a little bit because you were wearing shorts. Yeah. When I when I put on shorts. When I'm out, look at when that. I'm out, when I'm out when I'm out on the links, man, and I'm out playing in shorts, I feel like I'm just kind of free falling and we should be smashing a bunch of brews and just enjoying <laughs> it and getting our tan, you know, look at our, get our tan. Oh my on. gosh. Gunning out. That, nice farmer's tan, Frank. Look at, that, look at that tan. I should get that tan popping. But what happens is man today, the homies was out there smashing me on the front nine and I, you know, I just can't let that happen. So I had to flip the script, had to get my game, get my game face on before I got on the air and, uh, you know, I had to just, it didn't even matter whether I had on shorts or not. I just had to put my face. My what what is it on. about shorts? Is it just a, is it a superstition or is it the feel? 
You like yes. the tight pants. You like the material on your legs. Yeah, man. I, th- I feel like I feel like a pro, bro. When I put when I tuck that shirt in, like I, I when I wear shorts, I don't tuck my shirt in. I feel like a pro, man. I feel like I just got. I'm all locked in. You know, when I put on my football uniform, that's a certain kind of way you feel. And you know, when I put my uniform on, there's a certain kind of way I feel. So when I'm on golfing and we're gambling, I feel like I I, I got to be a hundred percent in mental mode. If not, I'm just out there screwing around and. And I like to screw around more than I actually like to kind of focus on playing it. But that's what it my, was. My today. whole game is shorts. Then, if it's if if that means you're screwing around, that's my whole game. I agree with Sean in the chat saying you got it. It's it's shorts on the green. That's a must. One hundred, no <laughs> doubt about it. So let's wrap up this week of Cardinals football. Kyler Murray made the surprise appearance that you know everybody said. Look, until pens to paper, we're probably not going to see Kyler Murray. That was not the case. He was in attendance. On uh, on least uh, what was it uh, Tuesday I believe mm-hmm. of OTAs and mm-hmm. then they had a couple more days there where they were practicing. We the media were not allowed to to see that, but we did see him at least once, and he looked good. He was dropping some dimes out there. Not in attendance was JJ Watt. He was actually a part of the match. Speak of golf, he was a part of the Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Um, you know the match. With Bleacher Report, he was kind of hosting court with those great quarterbacks, not including his own, Kyler Murray. But he did talk that day that Kyler showed up to Pat McAfee, and this is what he said about his quarterback uh, as far as what what type of person Kyler Murray is. He's unbelievably athletic. I mean, the guy does things that it's just it's uh, unbelievable. And you, you watch everybody try and chase him around out there, and I'm happy I don't have to do it. Um, but he's, he's a different, he's a different quarterback. He knows that he's, he's not the traditional quarterback that you look at, um, either from a personality and media standpoint or from the way he plays the game. And I think that he has, he knows that and he's accepted it and he embraces that and he's going to do it his way. And that's what he's committed to. And that's the way that he's going to go about things. And obviously at the high school level and at the college level, he's been very successful with it. Now he's doing it at the NFL level and um, he's going to be successful with it there as well. How about it? So you're saying Kyler was there yesterday. Have you sensed at all that, that we talked to Steve time, Steve time is like, it's going to get worked out. Cliff Kingsbury. Hey, this is business. It's going to get worked out. Bringing in Hollywood. The outside conversation seems to be a lot louder than it feels by anybody inside of it. And we get an accurate read with that. There's no thought about Kyler not being a Cardinal forever. Right. I mean, I don't, I definitely don't have that feeling. I mean, I think that, you know, how all this stuff yes. goes, like players, you know, that this generally it always takes right up until the end of training camp this season. So nobody is fretting any of it because we all understand how it goes. I mean, my brother just did his deal last year. It took until the last week Take of the, the preseason and it's, that's just the way that these things go. So none of us are worried about it. None of us are, are fretting and I'm, I'm sure it'll all get worked out and I look forward to having Kyler out there. It's the most times anybody said fret in a conversation that I've heard, but uh, no big deal to JJ Watt. It's no big deal to the players in the locker room. Frank, you shaking your head. You, you agree, or is that something that uh, you no. disagree with? No, I agree one hundred percent. That's just that's a vet speaking. He knows how it works out. That's the business side of it. Of course, we want all our ducks in a row. There is no there's no bird in the hand and and something in a bush. And nobody <laughs> you want to see everything what it is. And I think that's um. As a veteran, you just know exactly what's taking place. No one's in the locker room fretting over the fact that Kyler Murray's not there. Even if it got into, like he said, J.J. is his only – Tyler, his brother, man, didn't sign his deal until, like, you know, what, you know, two more weeks before the regular season got started. And that's just the way it is. Um, OTAs and training camp 
is primarily for the rookies that are coming in and trying to get in, to trying to get used to the system and the NFL speed. That's primarily what it's for. And if you got free agents and those guys that's coming in, it's for those guys. What to do. And that's primarily what it is. And right now, when it comes to the money and the locker room guys, no one talks about getting no one talks about anybody's salary. I don't care if you have if, if you walked in the in the room and said, Hey, let me give you a list of what who's making what, who's not making what. Guys would be like, I don't care, man. I'm not worried about that. As long as if he's here on game day and balling, mm-hmm. that's all I want. Yeah, he's making plays. Yep. There was a boost this week when he was in attendance, but you know, it, it it's kind of been part for the course for the last couple of months before the draft when Steve Kime spoke out and Kyler went on a Twitter crusade. Like I think that there was uh expressed good faith from both sides. And since then, since like th- there was one little hiccup, it was the first OTAs that Kyler didn't show up. Uh, but no big deal. The, yeah, the no. people who have been following this story realize like that that's a very real possibility. And it was not, it's not mandatory, it's not required for him to be there. This is his, you know, this is his third or he's going into his fourth season. So he knows this offense. He doesn't have to be there to catch everybody up to speed or to learn like new installs at this point. He's good to go, Frank. Now nah, he's 100 percent good to go. Uh I say this here though, you know, respectfully. Like, you know, of course. In the game of football, we always think that everyone needs to be there and you need to work toward one common goal. And the more opportunities you get with repetition, you think that, you know, it, it's, it's, it, it works better for everybody, all, in, all, all that's involved. And the NFL guys, it, it doesn't require that. Like literally during the week of practice of a game week, sometimes the guys don't even touch the field. Like J.J., as hurt as he was, he might not even show up. He might not even practice at all. He'll be at practice, but he won't be practicing and so, therefore, we don't worry about those things. We worry about only on Sundays and what you're able to do Sunday, Monday, or Thursday night football. And that's when the lights are on, that's when you got to shine. So everyone knows right now the offseason is, is a business transition right now for our our, our number one quarterback. And right. this is Colt McCoy not being there at practice. No one would care. If Colt <laughs> McCoy wasn't there because he was holding out for more money, ah, whatever. And it's the same thing right now with the guys in the locker room because they know Kyler Murray is that special. JJ said that 100%. He wants you guys to know that he's a special talent from high school to college and then the pros. He knows that he's a special talent and there is no way on the planet earth that he should, he should diminish that by doing something they don't have to do. If if I don't have to be at practice, I wouldn't be at practice. And if I don't don't have to be, I won't, I won't be there. The mandatory stuff is mandatory, Bo. And when it's time to be there, he'll be there. It's really interesting to just see, you know, the double standard for what the quarterback has to face and what the rest of the players, because DeAndre Hopkins is in Mexico. He's in Tulum. He's just hanging out with his girl in Mexico. <laughs> he posted on Instagram. Everybody's putting in the work. You know, Kyler, he's just raked over the coals if he isn't in attendance. But, you know, it's all good for the guy who's going to miss the first six games of the season. That's not an indictment on, on Diop. Got off surgery, but nobody seems to care that wide receiver one's not there. But oh, QB one better be there. There is like this, there is this romantic idea. Like your quarterback's in there, he's watching film when he's not on the practice field. And it's just like it's not that's not the way that the NFL world works any longer. And, and there are a few guys that do it. And Russell Wilson is one of those guys, but not every quarterback is the yeah. same as, as the other 31 starters in the league. Now you're 100 correct on that. There are guys that are just they're 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 homers, and yeah. they are the they are the rah rah guys of the locker room. And you some quarterbacks believe they need to be there doing certain things. I will say this respectfully, man. You a football NFL football season is a really really long season 
for a number one quarterback. And I say that bold knowing that we watched last year, man, that sometimes, you know, when Colt McCoy was on his second, his second game of starting the second game and somewhere in the midst of that second game, his, his, his arm talent began to diminish. And I told those guys, I said, it matters to have backup quarterbacks there for the purpose of helping him with his arm. So he didn't have to throw the ball so much. This is a long season guys. So when we, when you want, when you want your quarterback out there, you want him to be strong and healthy, that will happen. But just right now to know that your boy D hops is in Mexico <laughs> and we're talking about like D he's in Mexico. I know he won't be there. JJ wasn't even at OTAs. Right. Like you're so right that the quarterback is such a bad, such a bad rap, man. And like K one, <laughs> I didn't even know D hops was in Mexico, but right. I'm not even mad at him. Cause I would be in Mexico too. Absolutely. Absolutely. If, if you, I mean, that's because nobody questions D hops work ethic. Unfortunately, this off season, when the, when the stuff started p- coming out of the woodwork in January and February, <laughs> you know, there's the Johnny venerable tweet. I think Kyler Murray scrubbed his social media after that, the reports came out about what happened or what didn't happen at halftime or somebody wanted to pull themselves out of the game or, you know, the Cardinals reportedly want him to work on his leadership and all this stuff. So people say, well, He's got to be there 100%. His attendance better be 100%. And it's just not fair. Jalen Burr, Hop said, said he was Hop was there on Wednesday. Uh, I did not see Hop at the facility. He might have been. I didn't see him there on Wednesday. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's just, it's certainly you can't deny the double standard that the quarterbacks have to deal with at the NFL level. And Kyler Murray, a guy who's staring down. You know, absolutely just a, a ton of money, 40 plus million dollars a season. He's got to deal with all that. I'm sure he doesn't care at the end of the day, especially when he puts ink to that new contract. Uh, but man, it's uh, so wrapping up this week, they're going to be back in action next week, last round of OTAs, and then mandatory mini camp after that. We, of course, got all the action for you. PXX, PHNX underscore Cardinals will have all the, uh, the, the video, the pictures from training or OTAs there, of course, we'll have you set up for training camp as well. I saw this week the Arizona Cardinals had some fun today. I want you to think about this in the chat. The best karaoke song that you could that you can dial up when you're at the karaoke bar. There's some great karaoke joints in town, whether it's Scottsdale or Phoenix, Tempe. You got Back. some great spots, but I saw this. And here's a couple of the Arizona Cardinals karaoke song. James Conner, a little bit old school. Okay. A little bit of old head. He says Jackson five ABC one two three. Okay. I don't. That's that's going kind of a that's kind of a high high pitch that he wants to go there to to get old young Michael Kelvin Beecham says Journey don't stop believing. That's that, <laughs> I think that's I Wait, think that, that's probably played that, every night you go to the karaoke bar. Justin Pugh loves some Whitney. Whitney Houston, I want to dance is, with somebody. Is he singing it though? <laughs> I, I JP, are you, are you are you are you singing that though, JP? I, like, I'd love to see it. I'd love to see a guy up close to 300 pounds get up I there know. and just just bring the house down with some Whitney Houston. Antoine Wesley likes Yo by Chris Brown. Trey McBride, the new tight end. This could be a red flag. He said anything Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a little concerning for your new second-round tight end. Wanna, some T-Sizzle out there. I'm not talking about Terrell Suggs. DJ Humphrey says Teddy P love TKO. Yes, I don't yes. know if I know that. That's that. Yes. Oh, you want that? You need to. You need to get that tonight. You need. To, you, you think Hump that. can drop that? I need to. Yeah, it's my anniversary. Yes. Is that a great song? Yes. To drop oh yes. Okay. Oh, yes. 
Yes, you want that TKO tonight from Teddy P. You want that. Tonight. All right. All right. Frank yeah. Sanders, he gives the approval. Isaiah Simmons has, uh, he says, any Drake song. And then I like this. Zayvon Collins bringing himself back after thinking Cold Stone was a mom and pop ice cream shop. Uh, he, he's dropped Garth Brooks, Friends in Low Places. I think I hear that every karaoke. I don't know if it's cliche, but look, you get the bar singing along with you. I think that's a winner all the time. Yeah, uh, Sweet Carolina. You, you just Sweet Carolina. You cannot yeah. miss that at a bar. Like that's that's gonna rock off all the time. I think you know mine probably would be. Um, I had Happy Feelings, man, by by Frankie Beverly and Maze. But if I'm gonna turn it up a little bit, you see that go shouty right there. It's your birthday. <laughs> we gonna party like it's your birthday. We don't give it because because we don't give it. It's your birthday. That's your boy. That's your boy right there at the, at the, at the what you call it. But Trey See, McBride. in a pre-show meeting, Frank was trying to play it off like he was he wasn't a karaoke guy. I know that's a that's 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 incorrect. That is not a fact. You, know, you, you are said a karaoke. Speedo, you said Speedo Jackson though. Yeah, Speedo Jackson gets out. He just rips it at the uh, karaoke bar every weekend. Just look for him. I, I don't know. You get you, you anything eighties? You could drop you know anything eighties out there. It, it just kind of rips in the karaoke bar. Um, I, I don't know. I anything anything beyond like fifty. Like you, you like any like rock and roll? Who me? Yeah, I like any rock and roll. Yeah, like I mean, I'd I probably I can't just drop it off the top of my head, man. I'd probably <laughs> have to hear it, and then I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, let's rock on!" And I'll start singing it and <laughs> screaming it with the best of y'all. You know, like any rock and roll. Uh, like pour some sugar on me. You like some Def Leppard? No, nah, I can't say I don't. I don't you don't know like the hair stuff. I, I can't say that I don't know it. I just like I don't know the name and the I don't know the name and the songs. Like yeah. Fort Lauderdale, Florida, we grew up with. I grew up with classical rock, country. It was a it was a it was a mixed bag of music that came on the on the airwaves. So, but I can't say that I can name the names of everyone. Like if you want to name the eighties between, you know, Wham or Cyndi Lauper or Madonna or those people, then I can I can. Ribbon on a prayer would be a great karaoke song. Bo, what's oh, yours? Well, you it know what? I've been struggling to think what, what the hell am I? I always like to uh, get out of my dreams and into my car. That's a great 80s song. I don't That's I don't even know the group that does that, but that 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 kind of is a is a good 80s karaoke jam. It is, but I mean, you know, like there's like the, the people in the group chat, man, they know what they you know. Yeah, I, I wish some of these. I can't cuss, Jason, just because this is not the kind of show to cuss. <laughs> Did you not just cuss we, like minutes ago? Did I cuss? Did I? I might have. I, I, I believe so. I've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Did I see Tribute by Tenacious D on there uh, by Jason Sandoval? Any other suggestions in the chat? Mine is um, Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. Okay. Oh. I like that. I know that. That's a nice, cheery, kind of poppy song from our producer, Leah. Alabama. I mean, sweet. I mean, you know, that yeah. Alabama song, which I, I, I absolutely, since being an Auburn guy, I hate it. But when they play it, that's all <laughs> it is, man. So, Alabama song jams all. It does jam out with the crowd, though. Sweet Caroline. Well, I'm in a hurry to get things song. done. Is that what the Alabama song is? No, it's like, uh, what's that Alabama song? It's, it's like Alabama, like Sweet Home oh, Alabama. Yeah. Okay. Some standard. Like yeah. Like that, yeah. One thousand so. miles. Is that the um, the proclaimers? I wouldn't walk one five hundred miles. Prince, when doves cry, yeah, you can't go wrong with some Prince. Rest in peace. I, I, that's a great question. Kansas dust in the wind. Jason Sandoval. I, I love when uh, 
when when Will Ferrell sings "Dust in the Wind" in old school, that's a great scene. He's singing at the uh, at the funeral. But uh, great suggestions in the chat. We appreciate everybody chiming in today on a Friday edition of PHNX Cardinals. Uh, I do got to tell you that uh, the NBA Finals kicked off last night. A doozy of a game. It was the Golden State Warriors. What the hell happened in that fourth quarter? Is the gr- the the green machine? The Celtics coming back? Winning by 12 after being down by 12. If you're ready for the NBA champs to be crowned, join the finals action on the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA bet and get $150 in free bets instantly. Looking to turn another small bet into a big payday during the NBA finals with the DraftKings same game parlay. You can do just that. The NBA season customer placed $5 bet on a same game parlay and won five thousand bucks unbelievable create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win total threes made total rebounds and more and boom your shot at a bigger payout download the DraftKings sportsbook app now use the promo code phnx make any five dollar bet during the nba finals and get 150 dollars in free bets instantly that promo code phnx and only at DraftKings sportsbook Official sports betting partner of MB of the NBA, 21 and over Arizona only. Gambling problem, 1 800 next step. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Here's my DraftKings pick of the week. The Avs have been steamrolling the Oilers two games in the series. My pick is the Avs just take them straight up tomorrow night for game three of that series. Former Yotes goalie Mike Smith is, uh, I don't know. I mean, is he even between the pipes? I don't he's know. He's struggling. Going. And it's funny because Darcy Kemper, another former Coyotes goalie, is on the Avalanche, but he's currently injured. So it's kind of the, an interesting storyline with the goalies in the NHL playoffs. Right I now. saw so many former Yotes, whether it was on the, the broadcast last night or it was, it was on the ice. You're right. Darcy, we were robbed of our former Yotes goalie showdown. Darcy Kemper, he wasn't in goal last night we saw mike smith i think he was in goal but there was just black pucks whizzing by him into the net you had uh you had biz on the broadcast you had a four-letter word wayne gretzky as far as the yotes go he was on the broadcast and you had former head coach rick tockett on the broadcast it's like you got yotes all over the place speaking of former uh arizona i guess sports members Mm -hmm. players and coaches larry fitzgerald Will not retire, Frank Sanders. It, it's interesting. We saw the other Fitz retire yesterday. We had uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick officially hang up his cleats. Mm-hmm. He, long, um, you know, career successful. Never had a five hundred over five hundred record. Had some good seasons there from the Valley of the Sun. I think he's from Mesa. Of course, went to Harvard. Uh, he could sling it a little bit, but that Fitz retires. Our Fitz, Larry Legend, has yet to file his paperwork. What's going on with Larry Fitzgerald? I mean, what, what, is he leaving the door open? Because he's he's leaving a lot on the table as far as retirement benefits, or you know, does he not need that? No, no, he doesn't need it. That's that's all. That's automatic. The rule states that after twenty four, after you know, twenty four months, you are automatically considered to be retired out of the NFL, and so then you then then the clock starts kicking in. So within that window of time, he'll probably receive his severance check probably by next in a couple of months from now. He's going to receive a severance check saying, thank you, Larry, for your your time of your time of play. And then after that, of course, it takes a little while before he becomes a Hall of Famer. He's probably not one to be he, he will probably not be one of those guys, Bo, that will seek any of the disability benefits that's out there. It's his money. He should go get it. 
think he deserves it. Like any other player that is that 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 have played in the National Football League, he does not have to retire officially retire because the NFL cutoff date is 24 months after the last time he played that you become automatically considered uh, to be retired from the NFL. It's interesting. So there was a tweet the other day with all the retirements that uh, that came up. Uh, it was just pretty much saying it is wild that, you know, Larry Fitzgerald hasn't officially retired. But then, you know, Darren Urban brought this up on azcardinals.com uh, today. Leah, do we have this quote? Uh, you know, and it's from 2017. I remember this. Uh, it was Larry Fitzgerald saying, um, I'm going to say this. If I were to retire, I wouldn't tell you. I would never sit in front of the camera and say I'm retiring. That will not happen. I promise you. I'm going to sneak out the back door. And I said, he's, I, I've also heard him say this before. I've, I've been in the media scrum where he said, there's not going to be a podium. There's not going to be any tears. I'm just going to fade into the background. And that's exactly what he's doing right now. So if anybody expects him to, you know, pull a one day signing with the Arizona Cardinals and him going up on a podium and, and saying all these incredible things that we want to see, mm-hmm. we're just not going to get that. And we're just going to have to respect that. There, there are a lot of people that are their fans too. And I'm surprised by this that want, they, they think they deserve him to say he retires, which I think is ridiculous. Well, I'm a, you know, I, I never retired. I never walked in and, you know, retired from a particular team. Um, I do respect um, Larry's wishes on what he said prior to ever retiring and saying that I would just, I'm going to sneak out of the back door. You'll never know if I'm going to retire or not. Um, but I will say this here. Um, I think when we go back and look at Larry's last three or four or five years of his career, it the locker room changed so much. Between coaches, offense coordinators, or quarterbacks, it just changed so much. And to me, I think that if you ever want to retire, I think you want to retire in front of your peers or the guys that you kind of played with. I think that would be more admirable in a lot of areas because when you look out in the crowd, you want to see the people that you can identify with and say, yes, yes, yes. Let me say this here. At Larry's Hall of Fame speech and when he's inducted as a first ballot, he will have those people out in the stands and he will have his, the people that actually he played with. And I think that would kind of be a little bit more meaningful in some areas. I remember Aeneas Williams, Aeneas Williams never made an announcement and he was a what nine year, seven, eight year uh, player with the Arizona Cardinals. And he went to the St. Louis Rams and he finished there with a Super Bowl ring. Um, and just, again, another hall of fame career at the St. Louis Rams, but he never just came out and made a, an announcement. And that to me was, uh, I think some of the guys took that notice that, the league had changed and a lot had a lot of the stuff had kind of maneuvered where their friends and their people and their families had kind of moved out of the way. So Bo, I'm not mad at him from doing that because I know that when he when he's standing on the pole, we release his bus and they show him with the dreads and the big pretty <laughs> smile, and he's gonna be able to tell everybody thank you. And and he's definitely gonna tell the Arizona Cardinal fans. And the fan base, thank you so very much. Yeah, it's going to be an incredible speech, and I can't wait for it. What is it, five years? So mm-hmm. th- does that clock officially start after he last is the last down he played? It wouldn't be the last down. It would be the last time that if if since he never retired. Specifically, so it would be five years from now. It'd be yeah. So like I said, from my understanding, the NFL gives you twenty four hours, twenty four months. Okay, um, so two like, years, basically two seasons of never yeah. playing in the NFL, and then once they realize that, because you can take a year off and then come back whatever it is, but I think that after 24 months, they have it in our, in our, in our paperwork that states they automatically consider you retired from the NFL. 
I, I like uh, producer Lee's comment here saying the Irish goodbyes of retirement. So that's exactly <laughs> right. Now, I don't know if, if, if those in the chat, viewers, listeners know how the Hall of Fame process goes. Uh, a media representative or a representative will speak on behalf of that player. And it's usually around the Super Bowl and make the case for that player to, to be elected into the Hall of Fame and voted for. Whoever has to do whoever gets the honor of doing that for Larry Fitzgerald has the easiest job in the world. Yeah, that, that's absolutely correct, man. You just there's nothing bad to say about him on on any part of it. You know his hall of you know his career has been nothing but stellar. Uh maybe the last year or so or two, he probably wanted to, you know, be a little more impactful uh with this organization. I think one year COVID kind of got him a little bit. So but I think that's the part of you know having longevity in the time that he had. Uh I do remember this moment is when Aeneas Williams, you know, he went to the Hall of Fame and then he came back one day at the one day at the stadium. Uh, Michael Bitwell did it when they did the, you know, the releasing of his uh, his number in the stadium and put him in the ring of honor. He came back and gave a speech in, in the stadium uh, before the fan base of the Arizona Cardinals. And and it was a great moment with him and his family. So I, that might be something that Larry saw yeah. and might take notice of that, too, as well. Yeah, those are great points. Uh, incredible insight from our guy, Frank Sanders. I mean. Larry Fitzgerald transcends the football field. Like as far as what he's done for this community and the NFL yeah. and beyond is unbelievable. I mean, he he eulogized a senator and John McCain when he passed away. I mean, what athlete does that? Like who who's asked to do that? It's in and, and what he said it was crazy. his speech was beautiful. Uh, it's just when when it's gonna there's gonna be moments where we're gonna get to celebrate Larry Fitzgerald. You just have to be patient. It's just not now. With Frank right. saying probably 24 months, and then five years after that, it, it, there's gonna be the Ring of Honor. There's gonna be the Hall of Fame. It, there's gonna it's it's not a question of if he's getting a statue. It's how many freaking statues is he gonna get, and where are they gonna be around the valley? So uh, yeah. a ton of time to celebrate Larry Legend number 11. Uh, the greatest Arizona Cardinal of all time, Frank. Hey, but can I tell you something that he told me that was I thought was crazy one day? We was out playing a golf, we was at a golf tournament, it was Patrick Pat P's golf tournament at Superstition Mountains, way out out in you know, way out in Apache, Apache, Apache uh dang. Junction? Junction, out in the Apache Junction area, right? What's P2 playing his golf tournament all the way out there? It's it's a uh it's like a membership, it's a special membership okay. package, you know, seven golf courses out there, superstitious mountains. So uh, but I'm out there with Larry and uh, he's hitting balls on the range and he's like, Frank, try my new driver. It's great. I'm like, man, I can't hit that. It's, it's too stiff. I don't know what you do. How do you hit this anyway? But I said, bro, tell me about the time you hit a hole in one in front of Obama. He's planning a foursome with Obama and he hit a yeah. hole in one. And I was like, bro, are you kidding me? You hit a hole in one in front of, front of Obama. What do you think about it? You didn't feel anything. He was like, bro, he put his pants on like me. <laughs> I was like, get them out of here. You know what? Come on, man. That's the, that's the president. You hit the ball. You're playing golf with the president. Seek your service. But that's, you know, he's uh that's the part where you say Larry the legend, man. He's been in he's been in so many rooms that I mean, I I I could say that, you know, me as a former player never had the room, never had the opportunity to be in. And yeah. for whatever reason, that's a blessing for him. That tells you how much uh how much impact he has behind closed doors, folks. Uh, for for the fan base, Larry's gonna probably make a lot more changes than you think he's making, um, and things that are happening in the valley. He's probably one of those guys that has a seat at the table, which is good because we know what type of character he is. We know that he's not money hungry, and that no matter what, the guy speaks. He speaks from a well-rounded mentality of understanding yeah. the value of what he brings to the table. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, and and man, who who wins on the links between you and him? I haven't. I never got a chance to play with him, but I'm definitely gonna say me. 
All right. Me, without a doubt, me. I want to see that. I want to see that uh, that showdown between 81 and number 11. We got to see it. Frank Sanders and, and Larry Fitzgerald. I got to tell you, summer is here. Pool parties, barbecues, enjoying beautiful weather. With everything going on, it's nice to feel protected. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for the booster. Visit azhealth.gov for a location near you. That's visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you wrapping up a week of shows here on phnx cardinals we have an extra show actually coming your way it's audio only tomorrow it was me and johnny and damian anderson we cut that show for a saturday release because we had the day off on monday but no really no days off here at phnx sports i encourage you to check out uh friends over at the phnx coyotes great work as far as the arena yeah. news yesterday or this morning or whenever late last night uh, the coyotes it looks like it's going to be a green light to tempe and also the new revamped phnx sports podcast every friday you got to check that out with mac and right. cheerston wherever you find podcasts or live or on youtube uh on phnx sports so uh i, I did think this was kind of interesting as far as uh, Adam Rank for NFL.com, he put together uh, just kind of a rundown of the Cardinals offseason, 2022 offseason. You know, they hadn't done too much. Of course, the tragic loss of Jeff Gladney and, you know, how he expects this team to perform in 2022. He was down on the offseason, but he liked the talent in the house. And ultimately, this is what Adam Rank said, Leah. It says, win a playoff game. That should be their expectation. I'm not sure anyone is in danger of losing their jobs or anything like that. Kime Kingsbury were recently extended through 2027. The organization committing to their good vision, but fans agonize when their teams don't win playoff games. And there is a growing cloud around the coach that I would like to see dissipate. That's Adam Rank of NFL.com. Frank, do you think that's fair that the Arizona Cardinals, after making their way back to the postseason last year, uh, that it's got to be playoff winner bust for this team in absolutely, I, absolutely. Just just by just by merit alone that you have a you have one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL, and of course, I mean we 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 need to build up some 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 offense, some defensive line, uh, so we can have a little bit more chatter about that. I mean, we lost Chandler Jones. We still got JJ. So JJ, JJ is the chatter of our defensive line. But outside of that, and then we then we go directly to our secondary. But once you have a starting quarterback and an elite offensive players like we have, and and D Hops, AJ Green, I'm never going to forget AJ, AJ Green, J C. And we have you know Trey McBride, we just brought in, but Zach Ertz. This is an elite offense that we have. So I think I mean just the mentality, of what you're supposed to have as a fan base is, or anybody in the media should know that this is a team that can should should be able to put up at least 25 to 35 points a game. If our defense can stop anybody, then that gives us a chance without a doubt. Um, we are a viable team in, in NFL. And just, just by merit of the conversation pieces that we're having, just about Kyler Murray alone, not just locally, but nationally, you have to take that under consideration that this team is already expected to go to the playoffs and should be expected by our fan base. Absolutely. I mean, the way that they've been operating under Kyler Murray's rookie deal and how they've been building this roster, it's a win now mode. Mm, if they absolutely. don't win, that's got to be viewed as a failure. Now, look, like I mean, obviously, we're keeping things in perspective. It's been progress each and every season. They go from three wins to five wins to eight wins to 11 wins at a playoff berth. 
but then they get their doors blown off by the eventual champions in the Los Angeles Rams. Now that kind of spurred some questions about this organization, the leadership from their from their front office, from their head coach to their quarterback to whether they should pay their quarterback, their their head coach and their GM, they get extended. That kind of heats things up a little bit for what the expectations are for these guys. And when you have, as you said, Frank, a player the caliber of Kyler Murray, like you got to continue to take those steps because anything that's not progress is going to be viewed as a regression. And if Cliff Kingsbury can't do it with Kyler Murray, they're going to find somebody else that will. I don't care that he's, he's signed through 2027. They've got to take the next step because that's what's been kind of keeping them going and, and why Steve Kime is still with this organization and extended and why Cliff Kingsbury got that extension is because they've seen the progress each and every season. And if that ever halts, that's when, you know, the, the, as far as uh, the pitchforks and the, you know, the flames are going to come out and people are going to be outside of Michael Bidwell's house saying, you got to get this guy out of here because there's yeah. too much talent with, with Kyler Murray in this roster uh, for them to to underperform. What I like about Michael Bidwell and what he's done is given this given the, the Arizona Cardinal fan base players. Like over the last 10, 15 years, like when I was here, we we cut our players and we let them go to other teams because Daddy Bidwell had a mentality of how much he was willing to pay certain players and where his where his budget was for paying those players. Mike did not do that. In my last year of 2001 here in 2002, he began to sign guys. Him and Rod Graves took the initiative that if you're gonna if you're gonna have a great fan base, you have to be able to keep the players that you want and not, and and to develop a team. Steve Kimes has done that to the most part. He's gone out and signed, but he we haven't really developed the team that we thought he was gonna do offensive line at all. But but what I want to make note notation is that Adam brought to the point. He said he's hoping that the conversation around your head coach Cliff Kingsbury begin to dissipate. That's the most important part right now. Because you did a great job, and and the stories have not lied. The, the the stats, the facts are on the table about Cliff is that the ending part of the season, things just begin to dissipate. <laughs> the offense doesn't look good. It mm-hmm. sputters, and everything else about you as a head coach begins to dissipate. And that's I'm just going to use that word till we get tired of it because <laughs> that's exactly what happened. And so I want that more than anything for him because he is the catalyst to this team. Kyler Murray can do what he do, and he does. He can do only what he can do, and he brings to the table. But as from when he gets in his third and fifth year, and when once he gets to his fifth year, he can call the offense how he wants to call the offense. And that's I'm talking about. I'm speaking about Kyler Murray. But the conversation piece, and we had Steve on a, uh, on the on the show yesterday, and he specifically said, if this if this team goes backwards and mm-hmm. we don't get to the playoffs and we look horrible and we're like a five and five and eleven or five and twelve team, then that tells you right now that he said even after the contract that he potentially thought that Cliff Kingsbury could be out of here. I don't want that for this team, and I don't want that for Cliff. So he has to evolve and and, and become the person that he needs to be because I'm with you, Bo, and I'm exactly with everyone else in the chat that if, if this team doesn't go to the playoff, it's just like watching the Suns again. Mm-hmm. You don't win the championship after getting to game two, being, being up 2-0, and oh, and then you lose yeah. the championship. That's one thing. Thank God that the Suns finally got there. Right. Thank God that the Cardinals finally got to the playoffs. But we have to keep evolving and getting better to that next stage. And it's not just, you know, round one, it's round two and it's round three in the playoffs right. till we get to the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, in that journey, learning from that, and it comes with the, you know, learning why you weren't successful, you know, on that wild card game against the Rams, and and how you get to that level when you witness it firsthand. And we see that. I mean, you see the development, and the maturation of teams, and and especially quarterbacks. It's like Peyton Manning came out and and just absolutely just got embarrassed his first playoff game i think brett Favre threw six picks in his first playoff game and then they come back and the right the 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 bright lights aren't as intimidating any longer and so that it's going to be key for cliff and kyler and and the whole crew to to have learned from that that brutal just uh performance against the rams what what did jason say the cardinals must win a playoff game this season can i see that up on the screen or it's a failure based on the failure yeah as far as the the chat, we we had we had some chat from uh, some good stuff from Jason and from Jalen. Here's from Jalen Blair. Jalen Blair says Bidwell will care that he signed. Talking about Cliff and Kime through 2027, the Bidwells don't seem like the type to eat just 30 million dollars plus. Like I don't know what we we haven't seen any as, as far as the particulars of what they're going to bring home. But a five-year contract, yeah, it's going to be a lot, a lot of money to eat. And sure, that that's a family that's not uh, that's infamous for not wanting to cut checks. That's for sure. As Frank just mentioned during his playing days, they started cutting players when they started to see success. Mm-hmm. Guys like Larry Centers, he was sent out the door when he should have been signed to an extension. Uh, at least Kyler and the Cards are still young, upcoming opposed to the Suns. Get off my lawn, God, Valley dude. <laughs> Hey man, he's speaking the facts. Look, it's uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's definitely a win or go home yeah. uh, season for the Cardinals. I always say this here, like when you, once you put certain leaders in place and put certain players in place, the expectation level rises. And I think we all have a healthy expectation right now of this Arizona Cardinals team because of the players that we have in place. If we didn't have a starting quarterback, let's say something happened to Kyler, now Colt McCoy is our starting quarterback. No one in the chat right now would be talking about, you know, it's it's we'd be talking about hopefully we can get a have a winning season at best. And getting into the playoffs would be, oh, thank God, one of those Johnny Venable uh cliches. Oh, thank God, please help me that this is the right if, if Colt McCoy is our starting quarterback. But in reality, we have Kyler and the expectations are healthy. So I'm in agreement with everything we're saying. I know for a fact that uh Cliff has to show up and and develop this team and, and he has to grow to be the head coach that he really wants to be in the NFL. Guess what? He was in line for the head coach of the year as well, just like Kyler was in line, Bo, for the offensive player, the MVP player of the year. Mm-hmm. And they both stumbled, you know, in the blocks, you know, in the last six games of the season. And so they both got to understand how to get past that window. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's that's part of the development. That's uh, and, and we've seen that uh, in, in just little flashes with this with this duo since they came together when Kyler's drafted number one and, and Cliff – he, he became the Arizona Cardinals head coach. Great stuff in the chat. I do want to tell you, of course, pumped always to talk about our new uh, our new sponsor, OG's Brand. Stop by the local dispensary to grab some amazing scratch-made THC gummies from our friends over at OG's. Different flavors like blackberries and cream and watermelon. Perfect when you're in the mood for an uplifting sativa. We've got Frank's favorite edible, of course. It's that yeah, right orange creamsicle gummy. Frank, you love it. Yes. If you're interested in trying that, Got to check it out. Check out their website, the variety of flavors. OG's Brands has the offer. Just go to ogsbrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands.com. Find OG's near you. So Colt McCoy popped up on Instagram, Frank, a couple weeks ago. And uh, now he's doing cameo. I think we got to get Johnny Venerable and his wife a cameo from Colt McCoy. Are we, are, 
are we willing to pull some money? I can't imagine Colt McCoy is that expensive on cameo. No, I, I can't. I mean, well, if, if you think if you're doing it for te- if he's a Texas guy, yeah, absolutely. If you're somebody <laughs> asking him from Texas to say, yeah, happy birthday to my cousin or happy birthday, grandma, right. or uh, you know, happy congratulations, anniversary, Johnny happy Venable. anniversary, right? Happy anniversary, of Johnny Venable. <laughs> I think that would be. Uh, I don't know. I, I would assume that his cameo has to be somewhere. Let's take a guess. It's one hundred and fifty dollars. Well, I got that. Run that shit. One fifty. You're yeah. willing to pay one fifty to have Colt McCoy wish Johnny Venerable and his Heck his yeah. lovely wife thanks for putting up with him for ten years. That's got to be the message. Hey, it's Colt McCoy. Thanks for putting up with Johnny Venerable for ten years, Johnny's wife. One fifty. Hey, I'm I'm shocked by that. I thought it was going to be like fifty to seventy five bucks. That's low, man. Imagine that's. But again, you think it's Longhorn Nation that's driving that price up? Yeah, that, that's low because like he's he's more accomplished in college than he is in the NFL, and he has more fa- he has a greater fan base in Texas than he does here. And so honestly, if, if anybody in Texas is getting their little baby who grew up watching him play, say that you know I I got a chance to get Colt McCoy to say you know you know hook them Aggies or whatever or look Longhorns or whatever that is that they say whatever that is, and he says it, then you can't you can't pass that up, man. One hundred fifty bucks, let's do it. Or you can splurge and get DeAndre Hopkins for seven hundred dollars. Let me tell you what we're not gonna do. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you Aeneas Williams is on here for just ninety. Ninety five. See, you got a gold jacket, guy busting cannon, and he's he's under a hundred bucks and Colt McCoy's backing up Kyler Murray. He of course he's the reason Frank Sanders has a, a tattoo on his arm for Cliff Kingsbury because he helped beat that ass in Santa Clara of the 49ers. There it is. Okay, yeah, too. We might ha- look, I'm I'm in. I'll Venmo. I'm in on the uh getting Colt McCoy to to cameo Johnny for his anniversary. But man, I'm shocked. 150 bucks, man. That's breaking the bank. But DeAndre Hopkins, Shreveler's 30 bucks. Let's make it happen, everyone. Chris Shreveler, former Arizona Cardinals quarterback, might have to go with 30 bucks. I'm 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 good for that. But Colt yeah, McCoy. You don't want anybody saying who? <laughs> who said happy anniversary? Stevler. Who? <laughs> Stevler. Who? Wasn't it? Was it last year for uh, Colt McCoy's birthday? They got a cameo. No, was it Kyler's birthday? They got a cameo for from Colt McCoy. Really? So, Not hundred on that. I can't remember. I have to, I'll I'll do some research. But uh, speaking of research, you want to learn more all about what's going on around the valley, about what's going on with the Coyotes and their arena. Go to gophnx.com today. Become a member of the family. You'll get either free T-shirt for PHNX Locker, or you'll get the first month for just fifty cents just by signing up. It's time to redefine what it means to be an Arizona sports fan. It's time to go. P-H-N-X. Well, thanks to everybody joining us today in the chat. Great work from Leah, our producer, Emma behind the scenes. Frank, mm. of course, brought it today. Tremendous insight. Could not believe what Larry Fitzgerald had to say about his hole-in-one in front of President Obama. If you missed it, hit the podcast. And while you're there, leave a five-star review and rating. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Have an incredible weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Don't forget, we've got an audio-only version of the podcast dropping tomorrow. Talk to you guys then. See you then. PHNX Cardinals.